Welcome to Legends from the Hill, the Franciscan University Alumni Podcast, where we talk to alumni about their candid experiences as students and what they're doing in life now. Here in Season 2, we are excited to be talking to alumni who currently work at the university in a variety of departments. We look forward to hearing about what has changed and developed in their part of campus over the years and what has stayed the same through the test of time. We're your hosts, Christy Fleming, Director of Alumni Relations, and Megan Cohen, Class of 2010. Join us as we hear how the Franciscan spirit lives on in the lives of our alumni on Legends from the Hill. Today we have Susie Husel Delaney on the podcast. Susie is a 1999 graduate of biology and theology and a 2015 grad in the Masters of Counseling program. Susie has been a basketball coach for the women's team on campus and currently is a counselor in the Baring Counseling Center. Her husband is the executive director of alumni and constituent relations, and they have been very involved with the university for the last 20 plus years. Let's welcome Susie to the podcast. Thanks, Christy. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Hi, Susie. It's great to have you. Yeah, great to be here. So, Susie, we know you have a great uh, professional experience here on campus, but we'd love to go back and hear about how you got here as a student and what you decided to do and study once you got here. Okay, awesome. So I started out at another university and I was playing basketball, you know, on the team. It was a Division II um, program and um, and I was enjoying it, you know. I felt like that was the way where the Lord, you know, had me. And, um, and so anyway, uh, then I came to a conference. My dad suggested, hey, there's a young adults conference at the university. And I had had two brothers who came here and graduated and loved their experience here. Um, and so I knew about the university. Um, anyway, for me, I chose the other place. We didn't have athletics at that time. And I just, you know, really wanted to play basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, went to that conference and it was just, you know, just a wonderful, um, time, you know? And I think for me, I wasn't, I didn't have a plan, you know, I wasn't like, Oh, I'm going to think about transferring it. There was, Mm -hmm. that was not on my mind. I was just happy being on the team, doing all of our summer workouts, you know? So, um, the opportunity to then come to this conference and, and hear the teaching and, uh, be welcomed by Father Mike Scanlon, you know, hey, you are all members of this family. Like, that was really cool. Mm. Um, and then also, too, the people that I met, my roommates, they were just like, I think they were from the New England area. They were just shocked that I lived so close to this place, and <laughs> yet I was going somewhere else, you know, just to play basketball. And that wasn't all, but mm-hmm. and yet, like, I was like, yeah, you know. Anyway, I just felt you know, the Holy Spirit really, maybe for the first time in my life, really saying like, you know, yeah, this is where I want you Mm -hmm. and you should transfer. And so, and so, you know, the end of that weekend, Father Mike, again, when he was saying, you're all family, you're all welcome back. He, he mentioned, you know, and, and hey, you know, if you're able to, you know, would you want to be a student here? You know, you're welcome, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I just kind of took that as my personal invite, like, yes, you know, I, I do, you know, I want to transfer. So, so then it was just going home and uh, my parents talking to them about it. Um, and at first, too, they were, again, they were supportive all the way through, even though maybe they had wanted me to come here Okay. first. Um, 
my dad, he was like, hey, you don't have to feel like you have to transfer, you mm. know. Um, and yet the more, you know, we talked and just it just became apparent just that, you know, that was, you know, what, what I felt was what the Lord wanted. And we just came, you know, we came the next day mm. and met with uh, Professor Ed Bessler, who was, you know, I think the chair of the biology department at that time and mm-hmm. um, admissions, um, Anita Jackson, who was a longtime employee here met with her and yeah, I got the ball rolling, wow. you know, wow. so. So you left basketball and yes. came here. Yes. And of course that was hard to go back and tell, you know, your coaches and um, teammates and friends. Um, and yet, you know, they wanted what's best for me. They, they knew I wasn't, you know, they, they knew I was making a decision that I felt was best for me. And I think that's important too, you know, um, the whole, just sometimes like you can think of with athletics, like quitting the team and yet Mm. like, hold up, you know, you're stepping back and you're making a decision that you feel is best. And I think we'll we'll talk about basketball, my coaching later, but we had girls that didn't come back to the team. And Mm. I was just thinking about myself. I had that same experience where Mm -hmm. I was choosing, you know, what was, what I felt was best for me. And, um, and so anyway, that the little side note there, but, but yeah, I just felt a peace. Hmm. Even it was hard to, to go back and say those things or to let people down or to feel like you're doing that, but a peace in that, that right. this is where the Lord had me. So then, yeah, just coming that, you know, yeah. that next fall. and Wow. And did you, were you going to study the same thing when you came here or how did yes, you? Okay. Yes. I, I still, you know, studied biology. Um, I guess I was always thinking grad school, you know, maybe physical therapy is kind of what I initially thought. Um, yeah, so I was, I was still going on that track. And then, um, as a student here, since I was a transfer, excuse me, um, I would, you know, my second year here, I had an opportunity to go to Austria, I had a great great group of friends who were going. And, um, and so with that, I would have needed to come back for an additional fall because I was missing some bio Mm. courses. And then, so, but I was able to, um, come that whole you know, third year at Franciscan, but also double major in theology. So that was, so that last semester I was only taking theology courses and, and my thesis and all of that, but, but it was great. So it was, it was great that I could um, add that as well. Yeah, that's great. Um, Biology, theology, and did you get involved in anything else on campus or where did you find yourself? uh, Well, you know, I, I think a big part of it was intramurals, um, our household mm-hmm. team, I was in the Little Flowers household. That was a big part, you know, um, St. Therese and her intercession and just, you know, the various households and living out kind of those different charisms. And um, so, so, but, but uh, again, for our household too, household athletics, each mm-hmm. season, we had a lot of fun, you mm-hmm. know, and we're pretty competitive. So, yeah, so that was, that was fun. There was some different works of mercy outreaches and Great. things like that too. But I would say probably the uh, intramurals and and just our household was two big things for me. Yeah, that's great. When I was a student, the Little Flowers were quite competitive. So I can imagine if you're (laughs) on all those teams, the competition was there. It was, it was fun. We had a fun time for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So you end up being here for two years, three years. Yes. So three years. Yeah. And finished up the undergrad then. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. And then where did life take you after graduation? Okay, so then, and also too, I forgot to mention, you know, Tim, you know, my my husband, he, 
he was two years younger than me. So me staying here for a third year was kind of helpful there too, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but, but so I finished up in May of 99 and he finished up in December and we were married, you know, right after that. And so, um, we were gone, you know, from the university for a few years, lived in, you know, Madison, Wisconsin, Columbus, Ohio, two great cities. But mm-hmm. then the opportunity came for Tim to, for employment, for a job at the university. So that's when we came back. Okay. Great. Yeah. And when you came back, um, yeah, where did your life go and how did you kind of get the path back to campus and back to the university yourself? Yeah. Okay. So, so we had one child, our oldest at that time. And when Tim got the job and Kelly Herman was coaching the women's basketball team, um, and I'm, I'm pretty sure we were still at the club level. Um, maybe it was close to when we were restarting the NCAA double act. NCAA athletics. Um, and so I assisted her for a couple of years and then, um, we left the university. Tim got another, you know, job opportunity. And so we were gone for maybe three more years or so roughly. Mm -hmm. And then again, this opportunity to come back this time as the director of alumni, um, was there for him and it was just the right opportunity for our family and yeah so then we jumped at the chance to come back and yeah blessed and then so then I guess we had another baby um with some health issues and that we found out with um when she in utero you know and so we were our Camille, our third baby, she just lived for three months, you know, mm-hmm. in children's hospital. So mm-hmm. with that whole experience, um, and after her death, it kind of, that's what led me to think about, you know, the master's in clinical mental health counseling that we have here at the university. Um, and just, I was kind of led thinking about um, hospice counseling, mm-hmm. You know, and if you didn't have faith, you know, in those end of life issues, like, oh my gosh, it's so crushing. I can't Mm -hmm. imagine, you know, and, and really the support that we received, you know, from the university, from our friends, from this community, it's just, Mm. you know, it was like no other. Um, And so, but that was maybe kind of that kind of experience in life led me to be thinking about like, okay, you know, the counseling master's program and, and the benefit that Tim had, you know, for a spouse to go tuition free. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, that's, I was able to go part-time, you know, with our family, Mm -hmm. um, take classes part-time one or two a semester. Yeah. Um, it was kind of long, but, and yet like I was able to take like pretty much a lot of the classes that they offered because I was, you know, so that was really helpful to me. And, and, and during that time too, it kind of went from, okay, the hospice, what I thought, you know, to really a broader, um, view of counseling, Mm -hmm. you know, and different age groups and all of that. So Mm -hmm. that was really, um, because of the, you know, the support I received from my professors in the counseling program, the different courses, the internship experiences, all of that, you Mm. know, kind of played into more of a well-rounded, you know, I came in again, maybe with my plan and it, Mm -hmm. it really just, it took on a different, um, the longer I was in the program, I was like, okay, that is one aspect. And I, you know, would be happy to do hospice counseling. And yet maybe that's not quite where the Lord has me or, you know, hasn't what he has in mind for me. 
that was the initial push to get mm-hmm. you in there, but then yes, it takes yes. on a different form once you're there. Yes. And then also to, in 2010, I think it was, my, my brother Luke became the head coach of the women's program. Okay. Um, and so I assisted him for two years, and then he stepped down. And so I think it was 2012 that I became the head coach and for the next seven seasons was doing that. And um the program, the master's oh program. Gosh, yeah. Wow. And so <laughs> 2015, finally graduating from the program. Wow. Um, and yet, yeah, it was funny that first season, Tim, you know, we, we hired him as an assistant. I guess I hired him as an assistant <laughs> coach. He was thinking, Hey, if you have this baby on the, on the basketball court or oh, you're pregnant. I, yes. And I was due in March, you know, like <laughs> right at the end of the season. So anyway, we, we kind of joke, but if you have the baby, you know, in Buffalo, yes I want you to be there you know so but anyway you know but um, thankfully you didn't have to worry about that I did not but I did make some coaches nervous and (laughs) probably our own team you know (laughs) at various points in that riding that bus uh, all over Ohio Pennsylvania being being a mom and um actually had three babies while coaching at different points in my coaching career so um, our Camille, who, who was born and died that she, you know, that happened before I started, you know, b- back in, mm-hmm. um, and anyway, uh, just, yeah. So, wow. Super mom of, well, coaching <laughs> grad school being, <laughs> the expectations uh, had, had to be adjusted, <laughs> Wow. but anyway, I felt like the Lord really opened those opportunities for me, hmm. you know, even with like leaving, um, basketball as a college athlete Mm -hmm. making that decision um just having it be you know like hey he really reveals he he knows the desires of our hearts Mm -hmm. and um i think that the the uh opportunity i had to coach at franciscan the place i love you know the university that just is my home you know um that was a blessing and Mm -hmm. i think the lord i think he uh you know allowed that or, or gave me that opportunity as just a way of just saying, yeah, Susie, you know, I know how, you know, you love basketball, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In to big bring de- in be- big details and small, you know, the Lord's there. Exactly. And so, so we, yeah, again, and then when it was time for me to kind of step down from that, I felt like it was time, you know, right. and, and for our family and what was the best decision and just to continue on at the Barron Counseling Center, you know, that's kind of our new name. It was the Wellness Center in the past and it encompassed the medical side and the counseling. And now it's the, I guess the fool is the Barron Health and Wellness Center. Okay. That encompasses the Trinity Clinic. Um, and then our counseling center is known as the Barron Counseling Center if we're if we're getting official. Yeah, yeah, great. <laughs> so that, you know, stepping down from coaching and just working there, just doing the mm. counseling. Um, yeah, that's been great. Okay, so yeah. that's a perfect lead-in. Can you tell us <laughs> about the Barron Counseling Center of what is available to students and what are the needs that you all see? Yes, um, absolutely. In the center? Yes. Um, so, you know, you know, over the last probably decade, there's been an increase in anxiety and depression, you know, among youth. And, and so with the pandemic, you know, that was even kind of more so mm-hmm. um, the, the issue um, increase, I guess, even more so than mm-hmm. maybe it, it already had been. And so um, we're just trying to look at how best we can serve our students um, maybe also with that increase, maybe it's also, we, you could say that 
the stigma of mental health hmm. has maybe decreased, you mm-hmm. know, so more, more um, students and more people in general are open to counseling, right. which is a great thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but we've seen that increase here too. And just anxiety and depression, I would say, is the main, uh, maybe the highest percentages of um, the issues or concerns that our mm-hmm. students have and they're bringing in. But um, there's also, you know, grief, uh, loss, trauma, you know, mm-hmm. in their backgrounds. And so we're just trying to look at, um, you know, what what are those evidence-based strategies? What is most helpful to them? Um, it's that and, you know, looking at it through the lens of the Catholic faith. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of what we're trying to do you know, how best we can serve our students, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, We have five counselors um, on staff, and in the last year, we've also been able to increase our hours, you know. Some of those counselors have been able to increase our hours, and so we actually have a 13%, you know, compared to last Hmm. year, increase in the hours that are offered, and um, we, we also have six graduate interns, Okay. That are from the, you know, the MA counseling, um, you know, it's clinical mental health counseling program here on campus. So, yes, and um, we have a great, you know, lady who's who's our receptionist, Laura, who's also just, but she's just more of an office manager. I mean, Mm -hmm. she just is, and she's this beautiful face, kind to the students who come in too. Mm. So, so just great, you know, call colleagues that I get to work with and the students too mm-hmm. um that's been a blessing you know yeah that's a great resource that's available to our students especially in these times of need and even just formative times of college when they're trying to figure out who they are and deal with some of those uh, concerns and issues that they have it's great that you guys can offer so much it's uh yeah absolutely and it's just you know, we're just, we're happy to be there and just to serve in whatever way we can, you know, mm-hmm. to walk beside the students in whatever way we can, you yeah. know. It's neat to think of you having your background of biology, theology, and counseling, that you really have the whole person in mind of body, soul, spirit, and everything that you're really able to give all of that to the students that perhaps it might, it might be one track someplace else, but you're really able to approach the whole person. Well, it is, you know, well, thanks for, you know, kind of pointing that out. Um, you don't really think about it a, a lot, but but that, um, you know, even where the biology or studying, and I never really knew that uh, what specifically in biology or even what specifically in theology, but just maybe through those life experiences, I think that's common to you know, pretty mm-hmm. much all of us, like right. how we're directed and how we respond to those different experiences and how we can see the Lord kind of, you know, his plan mm-hmm. opening up that whole time. And yes, like every, you know, I was just talking to a colleague and, you know, we all come from different backgrounds, but we're led to one way or another kind of, um, I guess in a similar way through death and hospice, I was led into counseling. Others mm-hmm. are led in different ways. Um, but but yeah, it's just uh, it's just kind of a beautiful thing to just step back and think like, okay, Lord, you've had this plan all along, mm. and um, again, we come in with our own plans, and I right. definitely had my own plans, and um, and yeah, so, but anyway, it's just uh, yeah, 
not perfectly done, but <laughs> just trying our best every day to kind of just right. be present to where, you know, the Lord has us and, um, yeah, in yeah. whatever, you know, respond to that kind of with what we can control, you mm-hmm. know, like there's a lot of factors that are beyond our control, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For um, you to come in as a freshman playing basketball, wanting to do grad school, physical therapy to, you know, 20 years later, God has really shaped a path that sure brings yes. your whole everything together. Yeah. Of here's yeah. basketball. Here's the biology and, and all that. Sure. Yeah. And just, you know, all right, Lord, what do you have? <laughs> What's next? And, you know, that's mm-hmm. exciting. You know, of course, our family and um, we our two oldest are here now. And, yeah. you know, so our family has always been involved, too. You know, mm-hmm. our kids and just in the university family, friars, you know, um, right. they're just a big, big kind of um, part of our family life. Oh, you yeah. know, the Delaney's are legends here at Francis. Well, so it's, it's been a long time coming to have you on the podcast. <laughs> oh, man. No. Well, you probably have enough Delaney's in the alumni <laughs> office. You don't need Susie Delaney. But no. but anyway, yeah, you know, the, we always need Susie. We're <laughs> happy to happy to be here, you know, for sure. That's awesome. Well, I yeah. I love hearing about the resources that are available and just what's what's helpful to the students and how you guys are able to serve them. That's that's a great resource. Yes, great. Thanks, Christy. Yeah, we're just um and I think you you even having me on. Thanks so much. You know, it's just an opportunity to just again speak for what's happening in the Barron Counseling Center and um yeah, just grateful, mm-hmm. you know. So, and just, and, and our campus and student life in general, you know, kind of responding to the needs of the students is a big thing Mm -hmm. with Dr. Dentino, you know, what, what, what are the needs and how can we respond and Mm -hmm. just doing our best to, yeah, Yeah. help there. Well, awesome. You're doing a great job. (laughs) Well, thanks again. So, well, let's uh, go back to your student experience for a moment and uh, hear about a couple hot takes from the Hill here. Okay. Uh, When you were a student, who was your favorite professor? All right. I'm going to say uh, Dr. Regina Borio. Okay. Yeah. Just wonderful lady. Just, um, but I think that was actually when I came back um, before the counseling masters mm. um, and, and had a lot of great professors, definitely. But um, Dr. Borio was one of those prereqs. I had to take a few psychologies okay. to get into the counseling masters. And yeah. And then just the relationship maybe I've had with her since then too. Mm. Yeah. has great. been great. So great. What about your favorite class that you took? All right, I'm going to have to say uh, sacraments with Dr. Martin. Oh. You know, uh, that was the only class I had with Tim, actually. And, uh, yeah, that we got engaged. It's a silly story, but we got engaged the night before um, one of his exams. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and so it was on a Sunday night, and then Monday morning we had this exam. So we actually went to his <laughs> office before the exam just to say, like, hey, Dr. Martin, we got engaged last night. Is there any way we could, uh, you know, make up the test? <laughs> I mean, like, can you believe we actually asked him that? He's uh, like, are you faking this? Like, yeah, exactly. Did you do this just I sh- to I showed him the ring. <laughs> no, but it's one of those only at Franciscan kind of right. stories. But it, anyway, he was like, oh, of course you can. You know, he, he was the best. Um, it's funny, Tim reminds me that you, I got to be and he got to see and he's been trying to catch up ever since but anyway yes I would, he I would say that sacraments class with dr martin his style just he's an mm. all-time great professor here mm-hmm. um but i had a lot of great professors so mm-hmm. thankful for all of them right yeah and you had a wide variety of professors and classes too, too. Yeah. yeah classes great classes so wow. really grateful 
That's awesome. Well, I'm glad you took sacraments so that you could, yes. you know, be quite prepared. <laughs> yeah, wow. you know, for sure. For sure. That's great. And what was your favorite, where was your favorite place to study as a student? I always have to put the caveat assuming that you studied, but I yes. assume that you studied. <laughs> well, there were some definite bio all-nighters, which weren't helpful to probably right. getting into that exam and <laughs> being like... Oh boy, um, trying to remember everything you study, but I would say probably the Little Flowers Common Room in Trinity. Mm. You know, good oh, old Trinity. Trinity dorm before it became the boys. Yeah, yeah, I would say that was probably a spot. Okay, it's a good one. The common rooms. Yeah. What was your favorite campus activity to do as a student? Um, let's see. I would probably say intramurals. Mm. You know, yeah. Um, just. It was competitive. Again, it was with household. So it was probably the people that you were doing it to, mm -hmm. with too, you know, made it even more fun. And mm -hmm. yeah, so it was kind of like a household activity, mm -hmm. you know, so we really enjoyed that. Nice. Mm -hmm. And finally, have you ever run into an alum in an unexpected place? All right. Yeah, let's see. It's funny being married to the you know, former director of alumni and just so trips Who knows that we everybody. Would take. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> trips we would take or even, you know, with the university or through the university. Um, uh, but I, I think I was remembering maybe a Buffalo road trip with basketball, you know, um, meeting an alum. And mm. um, it was either that or it was like a pit stop, you know, one of the rest area stops. It was something right. during the basketball season. I kind of remember. Yeah. Yeah. Beyond the alumni trips or. Right. You know. Yeah. Those traveling is a pretty good bet that you'll see. somebody yes, exactly. <laughs> keep your eyes peeled. Absolutely. Um, and finally, where did you and Tim go on your first date? Gosh, where did we go? I think it was um, this coffee shop. It, you know, I want to say Leonardo's, which is kind of funny, but it wasn't called that. But it was downtown and there was maybe music. Um, yeah. Okay. Music being played like a band, you know, not yeah. just. And yeah, I th I'm pretty sure that was it. I mean, I should know, but... <laughs> <laughs> there great. was a couple of dates that were close, you know, together. Yeah. But but I think that yeah, Leonardo's or the equivalent, the equivalent downtown coffee shop. Yeah, yeah, great. Yep. Well, Susie, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for sharing about uh, your story and the Baron Counseling and all that you're doing for the students. So thank you for all that you are giving back and um, helping them in this really pivotal point in their life. Absolutely. Thanks again for having me. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Legends from the Hill. If you liked this conversation, please share it with an alumni you think would also enjoy it. And be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Franciscan Alumni to stay up to date on events in your area and news on campus. Do you know an alumni who has a story to tell? We want to hear legends from throughout our 75-year history. Email us suggestions for the podcast at alumni at franciscan.edu. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode of Legends from the Hill.